When I was about 11 or 12 years old, I started pulling out my eyelashes. I didn't just idly pick at the odd loose one the way most people do. I obsessively and methodically uprooted as many as I could until there were big gaps where I'd pulled out clumps and sometimes very few left at all. I can't pinpoint when exactly it first started, but I do remember being on a family holiday in Greece and my parents noticing that it was getting a bit out of hand. They would look at me with this perplexed expression and just say, Kyla, stop pulling out your eyelashes, it looks terrible. At first, I didn't really think of it as a problem. I just knew that it felt good. The best way I can think of to describe the sensation is that it's like scratching an insect bite that's been bothering you for hours and hours. You resist and resist and resist because you know you shouldn't scratch it. But then you give in, and for a blissful moment, you're flooded with relief and this absolutely wonderful feeling. My eyelashes don't itch, but they almost get this tingly feeling, like I'm just really conscious of them being there and that I want to pull them out. The feeling of pulling is so satisfying and calming that I just want to do it again and again and again. And so I used to. I would sit there, sometimes for hours, and pull and pull, until every tiny root I could grasp was plucked out. I would often run the root of the hair over my lips, just because I loved the feeling, the pressure of the root tip on the soft skin. It was like being in some sort of meditation state, soothing and compulsive at the same time. Until, of course, the guilt hits you. After every time I'd pulled, I was suddenly filled with so much horror such heavy regret and sadness that sometimes I would just sit with my head in my hands on the floor, completely unable to move. I knew I'd have to go and look in the mirror and see what I'd done, but I couldn't bear it. The worst part was knowing that my parents would see and that they'd be disappointed. My relationship with them, especially with my mum, really deteriorated because I hated them for how they made me feel about it. Kyla, stop pulling out your eyelashes, it looks terrible. Looking back, I can see now that they were just worried and confused and didn't know what to do. But at the time, I felt so alone and overwhelmed and them repeatedly telling me to stop or telling their friends about it in front of me or telling one of my favorite teachers at school to keep an eye on me just made me feel like even more of a freak. I was so incredibly angry with them. I felt like in telling other people about it, they were betraying me and that I couldn't trust them. I ended up refusing to speak to them about it at all, for years, and if they brought it up I'd either shout at them or just run upstairs and shut my bedroom door. I wanted it to be a secret. The thought of anyone knowing made me feel horrendously exposed, like I wasn't safe. I didn't tell any of my friends about it until later on, when I'd learned to manage it a bit better. Sometimes people would be talking to me, and they'd suddenly pause and look more closely at my face. I knew exactly what they'd noticed, and my insides would turn to ice. Once, a girl I was chatting to in the school corridor paused her conversation with me and said, Whoa, hang on, do you not have any eyelashes? And I just turned and fled. <laughs> Didn't even bother to make up an excuse. Just ran. I'm sure that looked totally normal. Makeup became my absolute saviour and crutch. Without it, 
My eyes looked patchy or bald, depending on how bad my recent episode had been. I don't know if you've ever seen someone with no eyelashes, but it's a pretty striking and noticeable look. Especially if you start to pull out your eyebrows too, which I sometimes did. And my pubic hair, which nobody really sees, but still. I mean, I guess nowadays for a lot of people, a pubic hair pulling habit would probably be quite welcome. Imagine the money you could save on waxing. At the time though, it was just another manifestation of a compulsion that I could no longer control. Eyeliner and eyeshadow were my best friends. If I'd been pulling, I would paint them on in gloriously dark and heavy strokes, flicks at the sides to disguise my lack of lashes, and it felt like armour. When I had gaps, the thought of being stuck without something to paint them in with filled me with dread. I would make sure I'd pasted them in even for sports. I was trying to cultivate a sort of terrible new metal slash goth slash skater kid vibe at the time anyway, so luckily it kind of went with all that. But during bad phases, I harboured an intense fear of being seen without makeup on, which was really just a fear of being seen. I don't remember when I first heard the word trichotillomania, or trick for short, but I think maybe my mum had looked it up, or read something, and told me about it. The internet wasn't really much of a thing yet back then, and I couldn't find much information, but at least I knew there was a name for what I did, and that other people did it too. The trouble was, and still is, that nobody knows how to cure it. There's been very little research into trick, and many people who develop it suffer with it for the rest of their lives. Some studies have shown that people with trick have difficulty regulating their emotions and are more likely to suffer from anxiety and depression. One of the most brilliant and comprehensive pieces of writing I ever read about trick was a long read in The Guardian. The writer described recent research into body-focused repetitive behaviours, which is the umbrella term for disorders like trick, and one of the studies she highlighted really resonated with me. The study found that people with trick were twice as likely to have extreme sensory over-responsivity to touch and sound. The sensory stimulation of the outside world feels like it's too much, that the person cannot balance it with their internal state. One of the respondents described how difficult they found it to wear clothes, because clothes always felt too tight or uncomfortable. When I was a kid, I couldn't bear the feeling of seams in socks. I remember crying and making my parents put sock after sock on my feet because the seams just felt so awful to me. If my partner touches me with mildly cold hands, I react so strongly that I almost feel panicked and I get so angry with him. We've had full-blown arguments about it because to him, understandably, it feels like quite a minor thing, whereas for me it feels so big. I don't wear bras very often because I don't like the feeling and I'm still astonished that any human on this earth can wear a thong. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to those sensations, not just people with trick, but it was really interesting to me that that is something that many people with trick have in common, and that maybe hair pulling is an attempt to balance out the overstimulation to try and find some equilibrium. Because pulling out my eyelashes feels so soothing to me, it does seem on some level to be like a balm, or an attempt at calming all those feelings so that they're manageable. When I was a child, I definitely felt very anxious for a variety of reasons. I don't think I was particularly happy at primary school because I was picked on and didn't feel like I had many friends. 
and my parents argued quite a lot at home. I experienced bullying and definitely felt like a bit of an outsider. I was desperate to fit in, but I didn't know how to do it. I've often wondered if trick was a reaction to feeling overwhelmed by these things and having emotions that I couldn't process or express. Perhaps that small act of finding a quiet place and pulling out my hair was my way of taking a deep breath and trying to balance myself out. One of the things I find hardest to understand is how I did, in the end, get control over it. I was once asked by an acquaintance of a family friend whose daughter had trick. But how did you do it? I can see your eyelashes now, they look totally normal. How did you stop? I could hear the distress in her voice and I wished so badly that I could give her an answer. But the truth is, I really don't know. The other truth is, I haven't stopped. Not completely, and I probably never will. The difference is that now, I can control how much I allow myself to do it. When I get the urge, I let myself pull a little, maybe four or five or six eyelashes. I make myself savour them. I spend a long time rolling them around against my fingertips, pressing them to my lips. I draw out the sensation for as long as I can without pulling any more. There have been a few times where I've let it slip a little and pulled enough to notice a gap. But that's always been enough of a jolt, a reminder of what I don't want to go back to. This is, of course, of absolutely no use to someone with full-blown trick who is desperate for a way to stop. How did I suddenly muster the willpower to be able to stop when I want to, despite not being able to for years? I really wish I knew. The only thing I can think of is that generally, as my teenage years went on, I got a little bit happier and less stressed. I found a really nice group of friends, and by the time I reached sixth form, I didn't feel alone at all. I felt like there were people around me I loved and who loved me back. I became a lot more confident and gradually started to like myself a little bit more. I still struggled to like what I saw in the mirror, but even that over time has lessened. And I really feel like the further away I get from my late childhood slash early teenhood, the more those feelings recede. As an adult, I've had long conversations with my parents about that time, and it felt like such an immense weight off my chest to share with them how I'd felt, and made our relationship so much better. I'm sorry I don't have an answer, because I'd love to be able to help other people who are experiencing what it's like to live with trick. I've only ever met two other people who've had it, and I've very rarely seen it discussed in the media. I hope that one day they're able to find a treatment or a therapy that works for people. I'm grateful every single day that I don't still struggle with it.